right, if you get into the the South Korean stuff, you're going to find out that uh, there are certain tropes that are really persistent in almost every single fucking story you read. In fact, I could sum up maybe 90% of Manwa uh, right now with this basic plot structure. My mom's in the hospital because she has AIDS. <laughs> and I need to make money so my little sister can eat. That is the plot to like 90% of long comics and Manwa from South Korea. And the way I'm going to do this, right? Hear me out on this. To, to save my mother who's riddled with AIDS and my starving little sister is I'm going to buy a virtual reality machine that costs as much as a Tesla car somehow. And then I'm going to grind gold in it like it's wow. And then use that digital Bitcoin shit uh, to save my mom who's dying of AIDS and to feed my dumb little sister biscuits. But I'd better do it quickly because somehow my little sister, who's only in middle school, has taken out a $50 billion won loan from the local mafia. Now, why the local mafia would be giving out $50 billion loans to junior high school girls, I don't know. But my poor AIDS-ridden mother and my starving little sister need me now more than ever. And that is almost the uh, perfect summary for 90% of the shit that comes out of South Korea. Welcome to the shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am your host. No, you shut the fuck up, Dad! With me is... And I'm cool by me. Uh, this is a randomized shitposting episode. We'll talk about uh, anything from Asia we've been experiencing lately. Yeah, Not including it's... those experiences. I mean, just the stuff we've been watching. Yeah, well, also video games and other shit related to anime. So yeah. I... I'm still fucking working on Kamisan. Uh, basically, the first the first few episodes uh, they, they they weren't amazing, so we're going through uh, the entire episode and uh, comparing with the manga to 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 see where the translation fell short or not. So it's like, uh, but I I'm almost done. Once that's done, we'll release uh, the uh, the batch episode. And uh, yes, yeah, so if you haven't started yet, uh, w wait for this. It should go out in a few days. You really seem to love that series. You've been putting a lot of love into it for the past few months. No, it's not necessarily that I love the series. It's that w w when I do uh, when I do something, I, I try to do it right. Yeah, you've certainly put a lot of effort into this podcast, probably more than me, even though I'm the host. Uh, the, the... Honestly, that, that, that's probably mostly because um, uh, I, I, I just know my shit. I, I mean, I, I've watched all this crap. And I, you, you say I put a lot of effort, but I, I have not written down a single fucking note. <laughs> so for the 30-plus episodes we covered, uh, your favorite animes of the past 10 years, you were just improvising? Yes. Oh. Yes, this is crazy, right? Yeah. And, you're pretty and good at it. The the thing is that I'm well. Uh, what listeners probably um, saw that I was struggling at some anime because of you know I, I don't remember shit for some of them, but yeah, I just figured out uh, if I just can't shit it out, uh, there there is 
Well, first, I fucking hate writing notes for stuff like this. I just keep putting it, you know... Br- uh, the, the words are escaping me, but I just keep procrastinating. Like, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, and then I fucking never do it. Plus, we started this podcast be- because, um, well, we wanted to get better at talking. So right. if, if I had extensive notes... It wouldn't help me anyways. But but it was well easy for me because it it, it it's stuff I'm heavily autistic about. Anime. I can can talk about it for, for a while. So um j- just describing it, everything I've watched, what I think about it, etc. It's like a dream come true because I, I never fucking get to do that. No no nobody gives a shit really. So th- this has been great. Well, I'm glad to have you on. Full Metal's entertaining, too. He's he's not present this episode, but I'll still say nice things about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's great. He's, uh, uh, we, we've been able to uh, to have a longer episode because he's there. Yeah, having more people just invites more view, viewpoints into the story, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so, is there anything else about Komi-san you wanted to discuss? Uh, no, that, that that's it for now. Uh, <clears throat> season two has been announced. I'm already dreading the spring because I've put a, a lot of uh, of hours into this. But if nobody else picks it up, I, I'll fucking do it, I guess. But I was, I was on one of those manga reading sites, and uh, mm-hmm. they recommended Komi-san manga, and it's at chapter three hundred something. Yeah, so uh, they have enough um, material for like two more seasons easily. So, so that's why I'm a bit scared. Nice. And it seems to be decently popular. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it is popular, or it was. it was well loved, uh, as far as I'm aware. Um, a unfortunate, absolutely fucking hated the uh, latest chapters. Now, and, is there some major change? That people uh, yeah, don't like. Th- th- there's something happening that people don't like, and there's also the fact that it's kind of, uh, you know, I ca- such comedy manga going for 300 chapters. It's it's maybe a little too much, but apparently it's kind of coming to an end. I've heard because uh, in Japan they have a three year of high school, and I believe they're actually at the third year, so it might actually end soon. Yeah, you can't go through college if you can't talk to people. Yeah. So, Kamistan, I'm finally almost done. And uh, we'll, see, we'll see for season two if I pick it up. Because okay. if my translator bails because he doesn't want to do it anymore, I'm a bit screwed right now. Yeah, you're there for translating French into English. And he translates Japanese into the French. Uh, yeah, and uh, the the other uh, group I've already talked about about them. The the guy's a dick, so I don't want to work with him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, if he doesn't want to do it, we're screwed. I I might have to go beg some um, some other group or whatever, but we'll see. We'll see what comes of it uh, this spring. Okay. So, in other anime news, uh, I listened to a Mr. Medicare Christmas stream. 
and he recommended a whole bunch of uh, both Japanese and Korean comics. Mm-hmm. But uh, he also recommended solo leveling. So that combined with Full Metal telling me to read it a couple of months ago finally convinced me. Yeah, I've heard about it in a video. So I've read about 12 chapters of it, and it, it's fascinating. It, at least at the start, it's less less about grinding, more about solving deadly puzzles in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of kind of like if you had an asshole game master like Gary Gygax who was putting you through the Tomb of Horrors where mm-hmm. everything is trying to kill you and you have to do a very specific set of, set of actions to avoid getting killed. Mm-hmm. Except for this guy, this character, it's not in a game. It's in it's like in a portal opened in modern day Korea where you can go fight monsters. Except he Instead of the easy stuff he was expecting, he gets dropped into the middle of this ultra-hard dungeon with a with all these bullshit instant death traps. People around him are getting decapitated, getting squashed by giant statues. It's freaking nuts at first. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and since it's a, it's a webcomic uh, meant for cell phone, I've heard that it actually uses the format amazingly. Uh, I haven't seen anything amazing with the visuals so far. It's okay. Oh, really? uh, the main girl looks like Ellie uh, from Xenogears. Are you looking perhaps at something like the, the manga release or whatever? No, I'm looking at the vertical scrolling. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that, that that's what I've heard that it's great. Uh, so you, there could be you, something you get later like, on. You get like something like massive uh, vertical uh, scrolling panels and stuff like this. Yeah, I've seen a bit of that, but I'm still early on. It could very well get get better later, improve its visuals. But I'm enjoying it so far, I'm going to keep reading. Anything else you recommended? Oh, I have a bunch of tabs open. See, Uh, he recommended Isekai Oji-san. You talk about that, I think? Yeah, like a year ago. Didn't an anime get announced about this? Yes. Good. I'll pick it up, probably. And I like that enough, I'll watch the anime when it comes out. Cool, so so you'll be able to talk about it. (laughs) So, uh, what else he recommended? See, uh, see he recommended the max level hero has returned. Mm -hmm. See, uh, Tales of Demons and Gods. Mm Mm-hmm. I've uh, never heard of any of these. These are all Korean. SSS class suicide hunter. Mm-hmm. Omniscient reader's viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Her, Her Majesty's swarm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the legendary moonlight sculptor. Mm-hmm. See, see, and a few Japanese ones. Uh, Endergeister, Gunjo mm-hmm. Senki, and Isekai Apocalypse. Man, I've heard none of these. Yeah. Yeah, the only ones I've heard of before were a solo le- leveling. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, Isekai Oji-san, which I've already read, and yeah. Moon- Moonlight Sculptor, which I have not read, but I've heard good things about. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of none of that. So, <laughs> but, so but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm Mr- not quite into manga. So yeah, so it appears Mr. Medicare spends all of his time reading Asian comics and fucking his big titty Asian girlfriend. So he's a man after my own heart. (laughs) 
So I'm, I'm going to check out check out some of these later, but let's talk about uh, the stuff you got for Christmas. Well, well, f first I I'm mad at about analog. Okay. So so yeah, I I, I got the group. I, I was sure I was going to be in group A like, like everyone else, but I got in fucking group B despite like being there uh, the minute it opened. Uh, the, the thing that pisses me off more is that uh, the fact that it's absurd that I missed I missed the group A by about like uh, 2000 number, which uh, is probably just a few seconds uh, because I wanted some accessories. If I if I didn't get any fucking accessories, I probably would have been in group A. So I'm pretty fucking pissed about that. So what is this thing you're talking about? Uh, oh, you remember the analog pocket? Oh, we talked about it. Oh yeah, the portable like Game Boy and yeah. other, another hardware replacement for portable game machines. Yeah, yeah, like the FPGA thing. The thing is that there was a pre-order race, and uh, it turns out that they had they had very little uh, uh, things coming in in like uh, Q1 uh, 2022. They they barely had something like between three thousand to uh, possibly six thousand, which is very fucking little. So the most people got into Group B. And uh, people are kind of pissed because uh, I I've seen the sentiment around and a lot of people are saying, yeah, yeah, I think I'll just fucking cancel because I, ca I can't wait a year for this shit. Uh, yeah, it, I heard it's pretty expensive. Yeah, it's expensive too. But but, but what annoys me is that um, analog can kind of, uh, they, they kind of screwed up from the beginning. And... Uh, it's made it's made even worse by the massive media hype uh, that's been happening. You, you see, there's there's been a massive media hype, and then there was another insulting race to pre-order, and then it's like, okay, but what's the point? I I, I can't get the device until like one year in. Uh, even even the PS5, even the Wii when it released, Xera, uh, th there were new shipment like every few weeks every month or some shit but this i i i legitimately cannot get my hands on it until like a fucking year so it's kind of eh, it's, it's it's a bit ridiculous i don't know but but yeah i'm pissed about it and i just wanted to say that yeah that sucks about 10 years ago there was this handheld gaming machine called the open pandora and yeah, I got in on that because it looked neat, but it got delayed by several years. So by the time it finally came out in like 2013, uh, it was incredibly obsolete, and I'd already dumped like 500 bucks into it. Jesus, the, uh, have you even used it? Uh, I played a couple Game Boy Advance games on it. Like I beat Mother Three on it. Yeesh, that, that's bad. <laughs> Well, well, back then there was not a lot of uh, such portable, but nowadays the the thing is that about analog is that uh, while while it's better than uh, the random Chinese shit, the thing is that the random Chinese shit is available and cheaper. So it's like, eh, 
But anyways, yeah, I've, I've, I've used some of those cheap Chinese-made handhelds, and they feel like they're going to fall apart in my hands. They're this bad? Well, it also depends on which you, on which you got, I guess. Because there's yeah. like dozens upon dozens upon dozens. So. Yeah. Oh, there's one website I know that reviews them. I can't remember the name, but it's it's a site devoted to just reviewing these Chinese handhelds. There has to be at least one that's good, I suppose. Uh, but, I'll figure it out later, put it in the show notes. But anyways, I sent you a picture of my loot. I can talk about it. Okay, I'll include this in the in the show notes as well. So yeah, so I got uh, four Switch games. Uh, I got the Dragon Quest uh, collection. Uh, this one is actually a, a, an English uh, Asia import. Uh, there's there's no there's no uh, ESRB rating on it. So, but it's an English. It's also in Korean and Chinese. So yeah, uh, it contains some recent remake of Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Two, and Dragon Quest Three. All right, does it have any new stuff in it, or are they just ports of the old Famicom versions? No, they're kind of, I believe, mobile ports or something. I'm not sure. They, they, they look a bit like the Super Nintendo one, but they're not the Super Nintendo one, as far as I'm aware. Do you know what added stuff is in them? I don't know. I, I haven't made that much research. Because uh, what happens in my family is that I've always been someone who knows what's um, what I know. Ever since I was a kid, uh, basically, we do lists. And then um, what was great about Christmas is that it's not your money. <laughs> so uh, it's easy to put like games that maybe you wouldn't have bought normally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you put more experimental stuff or maybe stuff that you will have but outright. And then you get surprised by it uh, on Christmas Day. So I've put like a list of something like 25 games, 25 anime or whatever to buy. And then I'll see what I get on Christmas. And that was one of them. Okay. I, I like that they put three games in one package instead of selling them separately. Yeah, that, that's nice. Well, I believe they sell sell them separately on the eShop, and uh, they they probably make up the the full price the the three of them. Oh, that, but yeah, that is bullshit. <laughs> but anyways, moving on, I also got the Puyo Puyo Tetris two. I love the first one, and this is basically the same thing, but more. Uh, there's also some sort of. Um, uh, of skills of skill magic system in this i'll have to see i played the demo and i was like what the fuck was even going on so yeah we'll those see. are both both games about blocks falling from the top of the screen but uh, when you when you combine them it does a lot of weird shit yeah i'm good at tetris but i'm not so good at Puyo Puyo. Puyo, Puyo is kind of crazy honestly because it's a uh, um the, the the learning curve is uh, very high. Like you can't really enjoy Puyo on a 
on a very basic level compared to Tetris. Uh, when I was a kid, I played uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine on the Sega yeah. Genesis. Uh, yeah, that you was probably a... sucked at it. Oh, yeah, I was terrible. But that was a reskinned Puyo Puyo. Yeah, I, I believe um, uh, this one and the Kirby Advance, because Nintendo also got the, this, is actually some, stra some strange Puyo Puyo uh, 1.5 version. Like, it it isn't the the rule set from two, but there's some um, there's some improvement from the first one, so it's something weird like that. Yeah. But but whatever. Uh, what's really fun about Puyo Puyo Tetris Two is uh, is the story mode. You you got the original character, and you also got the new generation uh, characters in it. Uh, they came from the GBA era, I believe. And then they also created the Tetris side characters. So uh, I'll see with the new campaign. Yeah, uh, I played a little bit of the first one on, I, I think it was on the Switch, and it, it had a whole lot of content in it. Nice, nice. Uh, if it's still up on the eShop, I really recommend everyone to download the demo, or at least the Japanese demo if it's still up. Really? And. What does it have in it? Uh, the thing is that the demo is really generous. You can play versus a CPU basically infinitely. Oh, so you can also you can also play, yeah you can also play versus with friends. So the the, the demo with a it, demo that's pretty rare. Yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of nuts, honestly. So, uh, if it's not down already, j just download the demo of the first one or the second one, and uh, you have you have something really good for uh, when you're bored somewhere else or whatever. Uh, I, I was kind of pissed because uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris was um, a launch game for the Switch, and Japan, it was not a launch game here. It, it, it's one of those games that would have been really cool to have gotten here at launch. So I had to create a Japanese account to then download the Japanese demo so that I could play that at least. Because, you know, you know how consoles are at launch. Yeah, there, there's usually not that many games out. and they're Exactly. Also, they're often overpriced and... You're just paying to be a beta tester. Basically. So so there was like not much to play. Uh, I'm also pretty fucking pissed at Square because there was Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2 uh, that was uh, in Japan that they never bring here because it was clear. I, I know why they, they didn't bring it here because Square fucking cheap stakes. What happened is that when that released, Dragon Quest Heroes 2 was already released in Japan. It was, it was already been, it's already been released for a while. However, it haven't been released here yet. So they couldn't actually release a two-pack when the, the second one wasn't released yet. And there's also pos the possibility that uh, it was a, a Sunny Money Ad exclusive or some shit for the web. So I don't know. So what's this World's End Club? What's this game about? Yeah, th this one actually started yesterday. I cool and play Mosh, but I don't know what to expect of it yet. So the 
Izanagi Games logo. As far as I'm aware, I believe it's the uh, Danganronpa guy. Again, th- this guy again. L- l- let me check to be sure. Oh, the cover says it's published by Nipponichi Software. Yeah, but the publisher is less important by uh, th- than the the person. The, who... Yeah, the developer. Oh, uh, yeah, the, uh, Izanagi Games. It's also made by a company called Tokyo Games. Not Tokyo, Tokyo Games. Right, and, so what's this game about? Well, it, so, so yeah, it's it's formed by the the the, the company, the Tokyo Games Company. is It's made by the um, uh, Rampa series writer, also the Zero Escape director. So uh, right, uh, I, I played the first Zero Escape game on the DS, but I got frustrated because you have to play through that game multiple times to get the true ending and. I just uh, didn't bother with it. Yeah, the, the nine doors thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was frustrating, but I believe that the new version, the the two pack, uh, they have actually um, put some sort of um, of quality of life improvement in it. All right, I should go so, back to that sometime. It's been a yeah, long, yeah, go, long go, time. Go, go, Go look it up to be sure I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying like stupid shit, but I believe they might have because I, I know I, I played through 999 and it was a fucking pain to go through. But anyways, I digress. So yeah, so uh, these two th- these two together, you, you, you fucking know what the game's about. It's another dev game. So uh, you're presented by these kids uh, this group of kids were some kind of uh, school um, field trip or something, and then they see in the distance some some fucking massive explosion, and then they they wake up, and uh, they're in a dev game. They have some really simple task to do, but to know what their task is, they have to see, uh, they have to discover it from someone else's wristband. And um, I think the game's going to be uh, more than it let on. Uh, I currently have a timer of one hour, and barely 10 minutes in, there's already been four dead characters. Oh, out, shit. Out of, I don't know, 12 or something. And the game looks, uh, the game area looks really small. So th- this is very clear that uh, this is not uh, just what the game has to offer, and I'm looking forward to see w- what's really going to happen. So is it a visual novel or what? Uh, it's kind of strange. Uh, so far, it's not a visual novel. It's uh, a- instead of being a visual novel like uh, the Zero Escape games and the Danganronpa games are. It's presented in some sort of 2D platformer thing. Yeah, but it still has wristbands and characters dying left and right. So you yeah. know it's by the ding and rampa guy. <laughs> yeah, you just know that it's uh, it's those two that are responsible for it. So let's just fucking see where it goes. But uh, 
it inspired confidence that yesterday I just went randomly on GameFAQ on the switchboard and some and some some random dude was saying like this game was a fucking masterpiece. So let's see. I, I like Danganronpa even if I haven't finished the first one yet. I actually bought the three pack on Switch, so I plan to uh, to play again. And I really like the Zero Escape game. So let's see what 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 comes from this. It's probably gonna be good. Okay. Uh, I see the game Valparis on there. I know that's not an Eastern game, but I want to say I got that game on a Steam sale about a year ago, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, what What is it like, actually? Is it a Metroidvania or just some sort of platformer? No, it's a platformer run and gun. Uh, probably inspired by Contra and Metal Slug and okay, such, cool. but has a lot of options for upgrading your weapons. So, okay. is is it actually a roguelike? No, it's pretty linear. Okay, okay. It yeah, has I, set, I, I... set levels with uh, checkpoints between them, but it, it's a lot of fun. You'll probably like it. Yeah, I've heard it was awesome, and uh, it, 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 the physical version is kind of cheap, actually. I believe this is maybe like $30 on Amazon.ca. Let, let me check quickly. Like I, I know this is not an expensive game. Jesus, the, the the PS4 version is twenty bucks physical. Oh yeah, for it's worth it's worth twenty bucks. It's a good game. For Switch, it's forty bucks. It's a little bit more expensive, but I believe it goes up and down like randomly. But yeah, I I like my physical games, so gotta get this physical. But yeah, I'm probably gonna enjoy it. All right, and what are these three Blu-rays you got? got yeah, I, I got some anime from uh, Sentai. I, I, I didn't expect my parents to buy. Good lord, they bought they bought three freaking collection. That's probably easily between the three of them, like a hundred episodes. Nice. Jesus. Oh no, that uh, I see that Igureshi is actually fifty-five episodes. That's probably, I believe, maybe uh, 140 episodes. So, yeah, so yeah, I've not seen any of these. There's Igurashi when they cry. I think the first anime is a bit controversial because it's not super pretty or something. Uh, it comes from a, a famous visual novel series uh, from the same guy who did the, the Umineku series, if you've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of these. On it, on and off for the past decade. I just never got into them. Yeah, uh, if you like the visual novel, they're they're very fucking cheap uh, on Steam during sales, or I believe most of them are um, once a year or two they're in uh, humble bundles bundles. So you can probably get uh, get them like easily, but yeah. Um, there were uh, sequels, uh, two two sequels for this that aired um, that that aired recently, and I believe there's another sequel plan. So I kind of got curious. I was like, eh, I I I, I kind of want to catch up to it. So so there I go, three fucking season to uh, to watch. Nice. So what are these other two? Sitokai Yak. Yeah, yeah uh, if I'm not mistaken, 
It's a comedy. Let me search it just to be sure that I'm not saying stupid shit. Yeah, not useful Wikipedia. Let let me go on my animalist. Yeah, I believe it's it's one of those crazy comedies. I've heard about this for fucking years. I've seen screenshot of it for years. And uh, yeah, yeah, this is exactly what I was thinking it was. Uh, I mean, j- just look at this picture. L- l- look at this. Okay. All right, I'm intrigued. <laughs> so for those who are listening and don't have that, aren't looking at this picture, it appears to be someone laying in bed with a giant teddy bear that has a S&M ball gag in its mouth. Yeah, so I've heard about this for years. I've been curious, and, and now it's finally time to watch it. I don't know much more than this, other than it's been popular for a long-ass while. All right, I'll, I'll include a link to it in the show notes. So, oh, Also, the manga just finished a month ago. Oh, so it's been going on for it's 12 been going, years? Uh, yeah, yeah, since... Uh, uh, 27 man I wish I could commit to something for that long yeah it's crazy but yeah so I'm looking forward to it and otherwise the uh, uh, the other thing is something that I believe I've been eyeing for a while it's a shoujo called Yumei it has like 60 something episodes and we'll see if I like it or not yeah, it looks I, like the girl from Hamtaro becomes a cook or some shit. Mm, I, I, I've been actually... I, I love a good shoujo, and we'll see if I like this or not. So. All right. I'll include that in the show notes as well. It's, I believe, it's written 63 episodes. On top of that, I recently got uh, from uh, Amazon, because it was this cheap, it, it was... Um, uh, it wasn't discount. I got the uh, essential version of Love Live Sunshine, which and en- which includes the two uh, well the two seasons, so twenty six episodes. Uh, you uh, and I, your idol shit. Oh, I love Love Live. I, I was pretty disappointed to see that there's no Blu-ray of the first series because I at that price I wanted to, but we'll see. Plus, you gave money to Amazon, the great Satan. Uh, the, the problem is that you can't buy this shit anywhere else. Oh, yeah? It's not on Right Stuff or any well, other... I, no, you don't buy it from Right Stuff if you're from Canada. You, you don't. You just don't. Why, the uh, shipping costs too high? Yeah, they, I know that they changed it recently. But the shipping was insane before. Uh, basically, it was something like 20 bucks per, uh, per, per fucking uh, Blu-rays. Yeah, that's absurd. Uh, they, they changed it recently, but it's you're still buying from the US. You can still get it by duty, etc. And, and also, I mean, uh, the shipping is, is not insane anymore, but it's still relatively high that you should buy a couple of stuff, etc., etc., etc. You know, it's not worth it. And um, Sentai actually has the deep discount lately. 
I, I've talked about it a few episodes ago, but yeah. uh, uh, I believe for Black for Black Friday or something, uh, the yeah. the entirety of Girls and Panzer. That means the first season, the OVAs, uh, the one random short OVA that's forty minutes on a single Blu-ray, whatever. Uh, the movie, each of them were between. Two to five dollars. So you could have gotten everything girls and panzer for like 30 bucks US. Yeah, that's not bad for those people who want to pay money for their entertainment. Yeah. Well, it's fine once in a while. I mean, I, I don't mind buying uh, Blu-rays and stuff once in a while. Like uh, obviously, if I had to just pay for my shit, it, it, I'd be fucking ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do pirate most stuff, but I like to spend money to support artists in need. Yeah, here and there, and I I, I think I, I like Sentai at least. I, I don't quite like Funimation, but sometimes you have no choice because they have a license and you have no choice. But I mean, the Essential Collection, they're good to get because they're fucking cheap as shit. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they often released... Uh, release um, more obscure stuff, uh, maybe that that's been out for a while, or even uh, popular stuff that's also been out for a while. They put it under the essential collection, and then they sell it at a fucking pittance. So they probably won't make amazing amount of money from them. So yeah, the boy these at least. All right, and there's one other thing I wanted to discuss before we wrap up. Sure. A couple episodes I mentioned I was reading the manga Taiga of Genesis, which is yeah. about a group of high school students who get isekai'd to about 10,000 BC and have to compete with other mammals. Yeah, I remember. So I read more of that, and things got interesting. Oh. So, so it's, it's spoiler or not? Yeah, this is a spoiler, but it, it's the kind of spoiler that will get people interested in the series. Okay, sure. So I'd say Taiga of Genesis is about the joy of survival. Just any day where you can find food and not suffer a serious injury or death is a good day. And uh, later on in this series, uh, the high school students, after uh, living in a cave for a while, establishing themselves a home... Mm -hmm. uh, they, they managed to make friends with another group of early humans. And, and of course, this being prehistory, there's different groups of uh, early humans who are killing each other on site, like Neanderthals versus Homo sapiens and Cro-Magnons and shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, during one of their fights with another group of humans, it's, uh, it's this gang of Neanderthals that are using modern war tactics like Roman phalanxes. And they're using modern weapons like slings. Mm -hmm. so, so this implies they might be led by another time traveler. Oh. So after uh, managing to defeat one of these groups, they interrogate one of the Neanderthals. And in really basic caveman talk, he reveals that his leader is a light-skinned human who wants to exterminate all dark-skinned species. <laughs> so the villain and genesis of Taika is going to be a Hollywood Nazi. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous and I love it interesting interesting. so, so we'll see where it goes 
Do, do you think it has a chance of getting an anime? Uh, I don't know. The, there's tons of isekai already, and this one's pretty unique, but I think people are sick of the genre. So I, I doubt it's going to get an anime. Yeah. But the shit that's going on with this story is it's fascinating. I'm going to keep reading this. Nice. Oh, uh, also, I, for, I almost forgot about the, a game. Yeah. I got it recently. So I finally got it from Strictly Limited Games. It's a, a Clockwork Aquario. All right. What's it about? Uh, do, do you know about uh, West One, the company, the Japanese company? Mm, don't think so. Have you played the Wonder Boy games? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, so they're the one responsible for the Wonder Boy game. So, back then, they had an arcade game called Clockwork Aquario that never came out. What happened is that um, on Twitter, they, uh, at some point, they found, they found back the, um, the programming and graphics for the game, but not the music, I believe. And then they teamed up with Strictly Limited Game, to finally release it on uh, on console. Oh, nice! I'm looking at their website now, so it looks like this was lost for almost thirty years. Yeah, and I played it. It's actually kind of fun. It's it's really weird for an arcade game because it's kind of a platformer. But yeah, unfortunately, it feels slightly unfinished. Obviously. I mean, it just needed maybe just a bit more polish, but but otherwise the game is is complete. Of uh, course, it's uh, an arcade game, so it's short and sweet. But yeah. uh, uh, we almost lost this game, and we finally got it. That's pretty cool. I'll have to check this out. Add it to my Switch. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that's about it. Also, uh, I have something to talk about. Uh, oh yeah, I've been playing Clanad. Uh, All right, I've I've heard of that. Uh, I've never read or pl- played any of the games though. Yeah, yeah, I got it uh, uh, on my Switch, and uh, I've just been playing it. I barely started it, so I have nothing else to say. So uh, maybe look forward uh, or to it later. Uh, otherwise. Uh, I believe we all we're still forgetting about uh, Amagi. Well, yeah, Amagi Brilliant Park. Uh, we watched that on for Shitposter.club movie night. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think? Uh, did, did you think uh, what I said about it previously was right on the money, or? Yeah, it took a while to get started. The first epi- few episodes just did not capture my attention. Yeah, that, that chunk in the middle, it really got me hooked. Yeah, me too. I was surprised. I was like, mm, I feel like, uh, um, you know, because we watched it uh, in three different nights. We had uh, episode one to four and then five to something. And then the final set of episode plus the OVA. And I feel like one to four were kind of, eh. They, they were kind of long setup episode or something, but then five to uh, to to what already? The five to eight or yeah, five to f- nine? Five to eight, five to nine. These episodes were fucking great. Yeah, the episode where the elemental girls have to uh, uh, 
pass a series of bullshit tests to get access to a castle <laughs> to shut off the defenses. That was freaking great. Yeah, yeah. I think all the all the episodes between the, these were great. And also, I don't know if you bothered to watch it yet because you had to go to work or whatever. Did you watch the OVA? Uh, no, I haven't. Sorry. You, you should because the OVA... Uh, maybe it's not as great as the uh, middle episode, but it's almost as great as the middle episode. All right, I'll have to check it out. But yeah, so I'm, I I believe um, I gave it previously a 4 out of 5 or something, and I, I stick with that rating. Maybe a, a bit of a slow start, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't need so much time to explain the concept it's like we get it this is a shitty theme park that needs to be revitalized they don't need mm -hmm. to spend like four episodes to establish that fact yeah yeah it, it just got a while to get great but it, it actually got great yeah the middle episodes were a lot of fun i appreciate that the the, the big titty secretary girl was in a lot of scenes yeah sento i believe she's called yeah all right. Is there anything else? Uh, no, no. So I'm uh, I'm catching up with the stuff from the season. Uh, unfortunately, I believe I might have to drop some stuff. There's uh, there's too much even for you. Uh, well, the problem is that I I went into Kamisan, and then that 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 made like a massive mess. Uh, there's Senpai ga Uzai Koai no Aneshi. Uh, that one is fun, but it, it it's obviously one of those comedic slice of life. And these are always the, the kind of shows that are gonna get dropped first. Yeah. I'm currently catching up with Sekugan. Uh, it's not terrible, but you, you, you'll see in the next episode. Um, my job, my work has been crushingly difficult this month, so I, I'm not cut up on anything. I still need to watch Musho Tensei. Musho Tensei? Yeah. Yeah, you 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 should try to to make time for it. Oh yeah, there's also a Jaisama that I might drop, but I'm not sure because I'm already eleven episode and. Uh, on 12, so I don't know if I want to go to drop it, but it's on the chopping block. And then there's a demon slayer that I've barely even started, so I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I hear demon slayer's been going on strong. It's another series I need to get into. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they finally finished uh, redoing the movie. And uh, they they're currently in the real season two. So redoing the movie is that like what they did with that Dragon Ball Super? Yes, yes. As far as I'm aware, it's the movie with some added scenes because the movie didn't have everything. And uh, yeah. All right. I didn't watch the movie, so. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about Demon Slayer, but just got so much I want to consume. <laughs> Yeah, well, like I say, Demon Slayer, I'm a bit salty because it's this popular and I feel like it It doesn't really deserve it. it, it it's more like a UFO table uh, carrying the series because uh, 
Beautiful Table does really nice animation. I just wish that they, they will stop animating uh, type moon bullshit and animate something actually fucking good. Because I feel like Beautiful Table, for how good they are as animator, they they barely do anything that good. So so they they just so they just had to animate something decent and then like it got crazy popular. Ugh. But anyways. Anyways. So there's nothing else. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna wrap this up. So if you want to hear more of our shit, go to shitposter.club, the best website in the world. Registration so the- is open. Yeah, registration is open, so just come already. (laughs) All right. Good night. See you later.